Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient, speech and language expert, mom to four, and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. Hey guys, how's it going? I hope that you guys all had a great past week with your families or whoever you chose to spend it with. I think I told you guys we rented a pop-up trailer for the first time ever and took our kids camping in it. We've been camping lots, lots of backpacking trips and tent camping, but never in a little pop-up. And I thought going like five or six hours south of us would help it be a little bit warmer. It was not. It was freezing. We did have a space heater, but it was like 20 degrees at night. So needless to say, I am so happy that my house is so warm and I love it. I have never been so grateful to wake up in the morning and not think that I was going to die if I got out of my bed because it was so cold outside. So I'm really grateful for that. And I am also really excited on our drive back. We stayed in some, just some little rural mountain kind of towns. And on our way back, we saw so many Christmas lights. And so I'm getting really excited for the Christmas season and for this holidays and the new year. And I know that I have been talking to you guys so much about goals and decisions, but obviously it's something that is really weighing on my mind lately. And I just have been really thinking about how I can help you guys in whatever decisions that you are wanting to make in the upcoming year. I feel like since March, 2020, lots of things have been different for so many people. And even for myself, I did take that time to really reevaluate and check what was important in my life and what I wanted to keep and what I wanted to toss. But even I got into this victim mentality of just all this stuff is happening to me and I don't know how to deal with it. And yeah, felt like a lot of my decisions that I could make were taken away. Most of that was not true. Most of it was I was going to choose something different because of my risk level, because of a lot of different factors, but not a lot of my choices were actually taken away from me. So with that in mind, I went to an excellent class today that was talking about decision-making. So of course, we're going to talk a little bit more about it And I think you're going to like the twist that I have towards this today. Okay. All right. As a quick review, we talked about the motivational triad a couple weeks ago, and I like to bring it up because this is our primitive brain, our brain that is always on the lookout for danger. This is the part that's like, oops, something's gone wrong, scanning for danger. And especially if you have a chronic illness, this might be something that you do in your body a lot, scanning for danger. What what is the next thing that's going to happen? What do I need to prevent? What do I need to try to control? This happens to me a lot. So it might happen for you too. Okay. So what is our motivational triad? It consists of three things. So our brain is always trying to protect us by number one, avoiding pain. Usually if we can avoid pain, it means that we're safe, right? The second thing is to conserve energy. If we expend too much energy, 
that can put us in a deficit and it can make us really sick if we are doing too much. And the third thing is to seek pleasure. It's how our species has propagated. And usually if something feels good, we want to go after that. Our brains are like candy. I need that sugar. (laughs) This concentrated pleasure, right? Okay. So I wanted to give you an example of a decision that happened to us recently. We were down in Tennessee and there was an opportunity for my kids to go zip lining outside. And one of my girls, I was just asking her, I said, what's a decision you had to make lately? And she was like, I had to make this decision whether I was going to go zip lining or not. And she's afraid of heights, kind of like I am. I know it's a control thing. It's okay. So there's a few reasons why our brains don't like to make decisions. I've talked about a couple of them, but I wanted to bring some new ones up. One of them is that we think that it's going to take us too long to decide. So we're just like, I can't make a decision. There's not enough time. I need to put in all of these factors. I can't, I I, I don't know all of the information. So it's going to take me a long time to make this decision. Maybe this was you when you were trying to decide to date somebody or not, or maybe when you were trying to decide if you want to take this job or that job, we make all these decisions and we think that they need to take a long time. Okay. My daughter, she's got all of this information and the, the zip lining was starting quick. So she didn't have a lot of time to take all of the factors into consideration. Another reason we don't want to make a decision is we might make the wrong one, right? We're like, I'm going to make the wrong decision, which leads to the third thing. We might regret our choice. We're like, I tried something. It wasn't what I really wanted. And now I just feel really bad. I really regret making this choice. Okay. And this, like, this is what my daughter was going through. She was making this, this decision. We're standing at the ticket gate and we're like, do you want to do it? Or do you not? We have to make the decision. We have to buy it at this kiosk. We've got 30 seconds. We're buying the tickets right now. It's going to start in half an hour. And she was just like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, she might not have, and that would have been fine too. But a lot of that is going on in your head while you're making these decisions of like, what if this is too scary? What if something goes wrong? What if the rope breaks? Like our brains like to go crazy. And I just like to be on to my brain, on to myself. Like, am I creating all of this? Yes. Like we all are creating all of it. Okay. So this is the thing that got me today when I was in this class. Okay. Decisions don't take a long time to make. Actually, we just make a decision in a few seconds. My friend today was talking about buying a house and building a house and all the hundreds of decisions that she had to make along the way. Okay. And she said that she had to make so many that she had to get really good at making them quickly because there just wasn't time. The builders needed the answers now. They needed to do it. And so how I like to think about decisions is that it really takes however long we decide that it's going to take. Okay. A big decision for me was a change in career path. Okay. So I was trained as a speech therapist, went to grad school for it. Um, did a clinical fellowship year, and I went back into the school system in the 2019-2020 school year. What a year to go back. (laughs) I went back into the school system and was doing speech therapy. 
Now, as I was doing the speech therapy, I had also been doing coaching on the side informally, but I also knew I really was interested in learning more about how to become a life coach, what skills I would need to learn, and what program I would go through to be able to follow kind of a pathway to become a life coach. And as I was going through this, I really had, in my mind, I had a decision between two choices, speech therapy or being a life coach. And as I looked at them, I realized that I had been out of the field for speech therapy for a long time, and I was scared that if I didn't prove to myself that I could do speech therapy, that I would just go to life coaching just because I thought in my mind it was easier. So I decided I'm going to go all in on speech therapy. I'm going to prove to myself that even 10 years out of working, that I can go into a school system and figure all of this out. And guys, it was so hard. Like I hadn't been in an IEP. I had actually never been in an IEP. I did my fellowship in a, in a hospital. I had done a couple of IEPs 15 years ago and I just was learning on the go. I was Googling like crazy, taking CEUs, asking people, collaborating with the people at my school and they were happy to help. But I really needed to step into that role of becoming the speech therapist who knew how to run an IEP meeting, who knew how to make effective goals for kids. Like, and maybe this is why I like goals so much. Speech therapy, we write goals for people. We get them what they need, and then we move on to the next thing. And I didn't realize how much life coaching was like that too. Because with life coaching, you also have a goal that you're working towards, Like, what's the point in cleaning up your mind and helping to get you going in the right direction if you don't know what it is you're looking to achieve at the end of it? Maybe you want a better relationship with your spouse. Maybe you want to decrease your pain. Maybe you want to improve your health or lose weight, whatever it is. People don't do things unless they have a goal. So, okay, back up. So I went all in on doing speech therapy and I did it for an entire school year And I was a dang good speech therapist. Like I had people telling me, you're the best speech therapist my kid has ever had. Or my kid has been in speech therapy for years. They haven't been able to do their R's. This is like, this is the first time they've made progress. And these are like fifth grade kids. Okay. I'm not saying this to toot my own horn, but just the person that applied for the job to be a speech therapist, I did not believe that people were going to say those things about me. I was so scared of how they were going to find out, like, she hasn't been doing this forever. She doesn't know what she's doing. Nobody thought that. Like, I was the only one that thought that. And I thought, I might regret going going back to work as a speech therapist. Like, this might be a bad choice. The thing is, though, I had decided ahead of time, I wasn't going to let it be a bad choice. If we are afraid of regret, then you can make it 100% effective that you will not feel regret when you make a decision if you want to. Regret is optional because regret is a feeling and feelings are created by our thinking. So I just decided ahead of time that I was not going to believe that I had made the wrong decision no matter what. I was going to commit that this was the best decision that I could make with the information that I had. Okay? Okay. 
So I like this quote by Jackie Joyner Kersey, I think is how you say the name. Um, This quote says, it's better to look ahead and prepare than to look back and regret. And that's what I really think about. I think regret is the wrong focus. It's past focus and it's keeping you stuck from where you want to go. So for me, once I finished that school year, I, you know, it was the 2020 school year too. Not only did I learn how to be a speech therapist in person, I also learned how to do it teletherapy in real time with all of the kids while my kids were at home, homeschooling, all of this stuff. I mean, if there was any obstacle that could be thrown my way, like it was there. (laughs) But I was so excited because I was learning and growing and giving back in a way I didn't know if I ever would be able to. Having a kidney transplant, I didn't know what my life was going to look like. I didn't know if I would be able to go back to a fully functioning life. And I am. And so that just makes it so much sweeter that I was able to do that. And I was able to see, okay, this is the time when this chapter needs to close. I knew that I was going to keep my kids home for the next school year. And so I put all of my time and energy into them and also into my personal development. And in January of 2021, I just made the decision. I made the decision. I am tired of not being a life coach. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go be a life coach. Signed up for my training, decided that we'd figure out how to pay for it and went for it. And I have not regretted that decision one time because I am so committed to that decision being the right one for me. Not that it's a right or wrong decision, but it's right for me and where I was going. And I'm not past focused. I don't regret going back and doing speech therapy because it taught me so many skills that I'm using as I'm growing my business as a life coach. Okay. And I am forward focused. Like Jackie Joyner Kersey said, it's better to look ahead and prepared than to look back and regret. I don't regret that time that I invested in myself. I don't regret the time that I took a break and was able to really be there for my kids during a really difficult time for us during COVID. And now I'm forward focused because I'm not, I don't keep focusing on that past and what's happening. And when I look towards the future, that's where the creation of my future is able to take place. I am looking forward at all times. Okay. And when I'm looking forward, I can see whatever steps I'm taking after making the decision is getting me to whatever my end goal is. Right now, my end goal is I want a successful life coaching business. And I want one that I can take anywhere with me. My husband is in the Air Force, and so we move around a lot. I want something that can move with me. I want something with flexibility, and I want to make money to help support my family. I love those goals. I love my reasons. Okay, so... Recently, another goal that I've had along with my business is, of course, I want to keep improving my health. And I've been reading a book. Okay, no lie. Four people within 72 hours, about a few weeks ago, told me about this book and told me about this author. And I was like, okay, I have to check this out. And the book is called The Way Out by Aaron Gordon. And it's all about relieving chronic pain. 
Now, chronic pain that they're talking about is the neuroplastic pain, something that doesn't have a physical basis. I have pain in my hip and I've had it x-rayed so many times. They've never been able to tell me what is causing the pain. And so I want to do an entire podcast on this. And it's been fascinating to read the latest research on super effective treatments for chronic pain. So since I have the goal that I want to decrease chronic pain that I experience, I need to make some decisions. And I have. And one of them is to go all in on trying some of the techniques that are being taught to me in this book. One of them is trying to disprove my pain. This is something that I'm learning in the book. So yes, my pain is real because I feel it. My brain is making it real. So it's real. It really hurts, but my hip doesn't hurt all the time. And I've been able to disprove that there is something structurally wrong with my hip had x-rays taken, but do you know what's making the pain worse? Fear. My fear that it's a symptom of something bigger and that it's going to just get worse. And my mind running away with this thought of this is hurting and it's just going to get worse. And what does it mean? And my pain usually happens when I run more than a mile. And so in my mind, I can't even run in my mind imagining without physical pain coming into my body in that area. So fascinating to me. But I need to be forward focused. I don't need to beat myself up about the past and how I've dealt with pain in the past. I am going to decide today that there's not a wrong choice with how I deal with this. And I'm not going to regret whatever choices I make right now to help relieve that pain. Okay. I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed talking about it, because when you think about regret being a feeling, it's caused by thoughts like I made the wrong decision, or maybe I made the wrong decision. How do you feel when you think I made the wrong decision? You feel regret. That's totally within our control. When you recognize that you can move forward without regret, just because you don't allow yourself to indulge in the regret. Okay. We think that if we regret something, that it's going to help us avoid pain in the future. And it's just not true. It's causing us pain in the present when we are regretting our past. All we have control of is this present moment being in it not judging it, not having an agenda for this present moment, and then deciding what we want to create in our future. And that's what I teach my clients is how to intentionally create their futures and to live their lives on purpose and with purpose. All right. Have a great week and I will talk to you all soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's coach together today. Hope you have a wonderful week creating beauty wherever you go.